I've done episodes in the past that talked about how to be a good owner or a good person for your dog. But what about being a good dog owner for your community, for your neighborhood more in particular? Well, on this week's episode, that's what we're going to talk about. How to be a good dog owner for your neighborhood so that your neighbors and people around don't hate you. Let's talk about that next. Alright, let's go ahead and get this week's episode going. Hey everybody, I am Jake. I am from OnDogTrainingAcademy.com. We are an online dog training uh, business. We do one-on-one training via uh, virtual. We also have courses. We're going to be doing webinars. We have a lot of stuff. So definitely check us out, OnDogTrainingAcademy.com. Um, if you're listening to this for the first time via podcast, thank you guys for listening. If you've been listening for a while, we absolutely awesomely appreciate you listening uh, to our weekly podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, hey guys, how's it going? If you see on the bottom here, you can see all the different ways you can contact us, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, obviously. Um, and if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to our channel. That'll get you guys access to or, or the, the notifications when our new episodes air. They air every week on Thursdays. Typically midnight is when they, they come across. Um, but you can like, subscribe to our channel and get notifications when anything else might pop up. So this week's episode, I wanted to dive into something that that I think it's more of like a personal a pet peeve of my own just because it's something that I deal with. I live in a neighborhood, so I definitely deal with this to some degree. Um, I, but it's also just something I think people need to hear. People need to understand that... that um, you know, what does it mean to be a good dog owner for your neighborhood? I, I just think some people are missing it or don't care. And if that's the case, then this will probably turn more into a rant than anything else. And we'll see where this goes. Um, but the first the first thing I want to to talk about is is how to be a good dog neighbor is train your dog. It's very basic. It's something that you've heard me talk about here probably in every single episode. Um, something comes along that talks about, hey, just train your dog, right? Uh, but it's 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 important for the dog's all-around well-being, including being at home, being a good neighbor. You want your dog to be a good neighbor, and I want you guys to be good neighbors for your neighbors. Um, you know, good dogs, uh, good training. the training I like to focus on for neighborhood specific is you know recalls having your dog come in from outside having your dog if let's just say your dog escapes or gets out the front door and is running towards the road having a really solid um recall is going to be super valuable to have tell a dog to come back to you dog comes back as opposed to running out to the road and possibly getting in a fight or or jumping on the neighbors as they walk by or whatever i feel like that's just super important i feel like people and this might get brought up later as well when i when i walk my dogs i don't really walk my dogs but when when i talk to clients one of their biggest fears when it comes to walking their dogs is the neighbor dogs well the neighbor dogs are going to bark the neighbor dogs are going to you know come running out because they're not contained and they'll run out to to the to the the road and and intercept me and my dog and maybe my dog's not friendly or maybe the other dogs aren't friendly or it's just a mess right because you're getting bombarded by dogs 
So I think it's super important to have a recall. We're going to talk more about this little issue later. Um, kennel training. Believe it or not, I think kennel training is extremely important when it comes to being a good neighbor for a couple different reasons. I think, one, you don't want a dog who just sits at the window and barks at everybody as they go by. And you don't want a dog that you you have to leave outside all day because it can't be contained inside without you supervising it. So crate training allows that dog to get put away have its downtime, rest time without causing a nuisance like when you're not there. The whole idea or notion that my dog should just, I'm not home, so I'm going to let my dog be outside all the time to me is ridiculous. And it, it can definitely create a lot of issues, behavior issues, um, whether it be OCD, obsessing on like birds and, oops, sorry, just hit the mic, Bur- obsessing on birds or squirrels. Uh, boredom, which can lead to digging, destructive behavior. I've had client dogs tell me that they left their dog out. Granted, one of these ones was a puppy that should never have been left unsupervised, but was ripping the siding off of their house. I've had dogs eat air conditioning wires or tubes. Like when dogs are bored, they get destructive, but also, and that's not good for you, but also then they sit at the fence and they bark at people as they go by because they're bored. They're like, interaction, here we go, interaction, whether they're excited or whatever, it doesn't matter. It's just not necessary. So crate training, I think, is so important for this many, many reasons, but this is a good one. The next one then is healing. Like for training, I think healing. If you want to walk your dog out on the street and stuff, I think healing is great because especially if you live in an area where there's a lot of trails or people walk their dogs a lot, I think it's just really important to have a dog who can heal relatively decently and not try to jump or go crazy or lose their mind um, when somebody else comes walking by. Like it doesn't it doesn't have to be like that. Your dog can can learn to just tolerate passing by people. You know, again, our goal through this, especially this topic here, is, is that we want the neighborhood to be kind of copacetic or be, you know, have a harmony about it where people can walk their dogs past each other and enjoy enjoy the weather. Where we live, it's seasonal, right? We have winters, we have cold winters where walking's less fun. Um, so we want it to be enjoyable. And if someone's afraid to walk their dog, just because, just because they're afraid the neighbor dogs are going to charge them or that if they pass somebody on the street, either, you know, that they're, they're going to get not attacked, but just like jumped all over or whatever. I just think it's, it's, it's not pleasant. And we owe it to the community to just do our best to, to integrate into that. Right. Um, the next one is socializing. I think socializing is huge. Um, it's going to help with with what I think um, barking and excessive barking to me. That's one of the biggest pet peeves in my opinion when it comes to dogs outside. Now, we live in a development and for the most part, uh, the dogs around are fairly quiet. We have a few barkers um, that bark around and, and a little bit of barking. I mean, they're dogs, right? They're going to bark. That's okay. But it's that excessive all-day barking. This goes back to crate training your dog so they don't have to be outside all day. Um, but that barking can just get annoying. And, like, we live slightly out in the country. Well, we live out in the country. We're just in a, 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 a development in the country. Um, we're all on, like, two and a half acres. So we have, we're spread out a little bit. But And I think people use that as an excuse to allow their dogs to be loose. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but, like... The, the excessive barking, I mean, we have somebody across the highway from us, um, and they live, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's a farm, it's not a farm, they probably have maybe 10 acres there, 
and but they're just across the highway from us maybe 500 yards they don't really have much for neighbors so they assume well i can just let my dogs be out all the time and if they bark who really cares you have to remember barking carries especially if you're living in the city if you're living in, in a development or something like that you, the barking's going to carry for a long time so if i'm sitting out on my deck trying to just enjoy this now finally spring and I'm hearing in the background, woof, 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 excessive barking. To me, it's it's not called for, and to me, it's it's just annoying, and it's a pet peeve of mine. Barking dogs is a pet peeve of mine. Anyone who ever knows me knows I don't like barking dogs. Um, and so it, it's just, it's something you want to make sure, like, for once, the socializing is going to help the dog get more confident, which means those reactive barkings, those like, who's at my house, or who's walking down the road, that type of stuff is going to be... Um, Pardon me, something popped up on my screen. Uh, that's going to be helpful when it comes to to just making them more confident. Like if, if the dog says, oh, there's another dog, cool, I've been socialized, I know, you know I'm not supposed to bark or whatever, it's going to be easier for the dog to not bark. Um, I also think the proper socializing, again, goes to helping you guys on your walks. It, it allows your dog to walk past people without being overly excited because maybe they were either improperly socialized or if they were um, not socialized at all and they just get super stimulated by people or other dogs I definitely you know it, it will help socializing will help the dog will be able to walk past without overreacting so I think those two things alone it's going to be a big big reason why socializing is super important um, the next one then is just being courtesy Cur- courteous being courteous um and picking up after your dog look i I get walking your dog when you're walking your dog sometimes your dog has accidents i don't even know if i call it an accident like they're just on a walk and they have to go to the bathroom cool you know that's not a big deal but i do my best to like i'll potty client dogs and stuff before i take them on their outings i try to do my best with that because i don't want my dog to have to go to the bathroom but in the in the result that they do okay whatever fine but having those poop bags, having stuff to clean up after your dog is critical. If uh, Growing up, so sidetrack here, growing up, there were these neighbors. And they would, I can't remember who they were, but they, they would always walk their dog past our yard. And I don't know, we had a fairly big yard. We, I, was, I grew up in the cities. We had a fairly big yard, and it always seemed like their dog would come in and shit in our yard. Why? It just seemed like that was their spot. So, like, we'd watch the dog come, go to the bathroom, and I want to say not every time, but I want to say a lot of times, they just wouldn't clean up after him. And I remember, because my bedroom faced out that front window, I remember watching them, and it's it, it just became so, another pet peeve of mine, like, how rude to just have your dog go to the bathroom in someone's yard, and then not have the common courtesy to just pick it up. Just pick it up. Clean up after your dog. You know, let the potty in. If they have to go cool, try to get it in your yard. I understand some dogs just need to get moving. Some people need to get moving for things to get flowing. Um, but, man, just just be courteous about that. Don't leave piles that, you know, in other people's yards and stuff. And, and, and to be fair, to be a good neighbor, I would say don't leave piles all over your yard, especially if you're in c- close quarters. Now, like for me, my the way my backyard set up, and I, and we keep our backyard clean. Like I'm out there every day picking a poop, um, but like the way my backyard set up, I'm not really by anybody, so it's not like it would be greatly affected. But if like you're living on top of, say you live in like very rural area, very like I don't know, 
Minneapolis, Chicago, you know, some of those big cities where you're right on top of your neighbors. Remember, smell does not contain to just your yard. It will carry to different yards. So if someone's out in their backyard and trying to enjoy the day and you haven't cleaned up after your dog in a month, it's not going to be pleasant smell and it just lingers and gets gross. So do your best to clean up after your dog um, as best you can. You know, accidents happen, things happen, whatever. Sometimes I, you know, you're going to walk and damn it, you don't have a, you don't have a poop bag. You have to figure out something, whether it means coming back later and picking it up, be a good neighbor, do your part. And the, the last one, and this one to me is the biggest one is keep your dog at home. Hell, if you're a cat person, keep your cat at home. It drives me absolutely crazy that people think it's just okay to have like these indoor outdoor cats and then they 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 take that same mentality and they basically put it to their dogs like like it drives me crazy like what and this is I'm sorry I'm going to go on a slight rant what right do you have to just say here cat here dog you're going to go outside i hope you stay home and if you wander in the neighbor's yard oh hum ha 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 whatever he just likes to look around he's friendly Whoa. puke puke that's not your property to determine whether a dog should be able to be allowed in there and it goes back to what i said before how are you going to clean up after if your dog is just allowed to wander how are you going to clean up after if they're just out there doing stuff so they're out there pooping in people's yard peeing on people's plants and trees people put a lot of time into their yards and, and i'm ranting on this because i'm one of them people put a lot of time into their yards to to have a dog come in and piss on it that's just crap. Or people do a lot with birds and bird feeders and stuff. And so suddenly now the neighbor cat comes over and is trying to kill the birds. I mean, I'd be pissed. I'd be absolutely pissed. Like So right now, like in the development, again, I said we live on two and a half acres, but we're still in a development here. I I have a trail camera out in my little wooded area. And I get deer, I get pheasants, and, and we keep some of our, our property natural for the pheasants. We love pheasants. Um, but I've started noticing, I mean, we have coyotes and stuff that come through. Who cares? But now suddenly there's this cat that keeps popping through. And I'm worried that this cat is going to find the pheasant nests and destroy them. Because that is one thing that pheasants or that cats do is they're very damaging to like ground nesting birds like your pheasants. So or my pheasants, whatever. So I'm I'm really not thrilled to see a cat. And, and it's just that mentality. I get trail cam pictures of neighbor dogs wandering through. We have some trails in our back and it just seems to be a very common place. And, and when, when you confront these neighbors, you know, they, they, they ask, you know, well, what can they do? And, and you can give them all sorts of stuff. Look, you can put out a physical fence. You can put out invisible fence. There's GPS fencing now. Like, there's so much technology in containment that you have no excuse for why your dog won't stay home. You have none. You have none. Absolutely none. If your dog runs through invisible fence, then guess what? Your dog is now going to be... Um, downgraded to a tie out of some kind if your dog has you know it's just there's so many options that i think your dog wandering is not you can't use any really good excuse oh well they just don't stay home or oh they jump the fence or oh whatever there's so many different options so in in the situations where dogs continuously wander it now is to the point in my brain that no 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 this is you allowing it you think it's okay and it's not okay like I don't want I don't want the neighbor dog coming over. Like we have dogs, and even my own dog. I'll I'll say even my own dog can be dog selective. You know, there's some dogs he just doesn't gel with. 
I don't need me to be out in the front yard in my on my own property. And this has happened. Now, it hasn't resulted in a fight because I saw it coming and I was able to pop him into the house quick. But, like, I'm in the front yard. My dog has a really good recall. My dog will not run out to the road and greet people. He will just stay in his yard. We've trained it. Goes back to training. We've trained it. And, but I've seen neighbor dogs who will come from down the road, literally a quarter mile away, and want to come over into the yard. And if a dog, if a, if I, well, I should say, if I'm on a walk or if a dog comes into my yard and is coming up to approach me, if I'm on a public street and a dog comes running out to get me or to, to approach me, or if a dog comes into my yard and is coming to approach me, to me, the dog loses all of its rights. Like, my job is to protect my dog. I'm in the right here. I am my dog's leashed or my dog's on my property. I'm in the right. So whatever I have to do, if I have to kind of kick your dog away to leave us alone, whatever. Um, but I've had dogs come come into our yard and, and I end up having to shoo them back home. And again, I think this is not this is not accidents. I mean, sometimes it happens they're accidents, but if you see dogs that are running your neighborhood that are 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 just always doing it, those aren't accidents. Those are people being lazy and not caring that it's possibly disrupting other neighbors. And that's just not good. That puts a bad, I mean, you can hear it probably in my voice. It puts a bad taste in your neighbor's mouths about you. You know, well, what do you think of that neighbor? Well, they let their dog roam all the time. Dog comes in and, and shits in my yard or or chases my cat or or runs my birds out or or whatever it might be. Like, you know, there's a lot of different things. And suddenly now... All you'd have to do is contain your dog to minimize that opinion. And you can say, well, I don't care. It's my property. You're absolutely right. But as soon as that dog steps off the property, it is no longer kosher. It is no longer good. You now lost that excuse. So you can do whatever you want on your property. I'm cool. If your dog can stay on your property and never leaves, okay, cool. That's fine with me. But the the last thing I'll say to this, and I, I see my screen is glitching a little bit, so hopefully the audio continues at the very least. I trust me, it'll fix. Um, the 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 last thing then is the supervision part. Like it just drives me crazy that, and and again, you probably can hear the stress in my voice. I know Luda, come here, bud. Luda can hear the stress in my voice, so he came over. You say hi to everybody. He uh, he could hear the stress in my voice, so he came over to check on me to make sure everything, make sure I'm okay. I'm fine, bud. Thank you. Thank you. So this is Luda. I don't know if he's ever really been on camera before. So this is this is Luda. Luda, you want to say hi to everybody? Hi, hi bud. Go. So Luda could hear the, the the stress in my voice, and and he came over to check on me. He stopped chewing on his bone on his bed and came over to check. Sweet guy. Um, but the last thing is just supervising. Like honestly, I'm fine with with if you can let your dog be outside without a fence, without invisible fence, without GPS fencing, without a tie-out, whatever, and you can keep your dog at home, that's awesome. That's perfect. Absolutely. Cool. Um, but you you need to supervise your dog. You need to supervise your dog. The, again, the idea of like, I just open the door, let my dog outside, and then I'm gone for an hour or two hours and I just let my dog do their own thing, to me is, it's risky. You have some dogs who are fine about it, you know, and it'll just lay there and hang out, and that's fine. But you also have dogs who will bark at everything, dig, get destructive, like I talked about before. So supervising again. So so like, <laughs> I've I I don't mean to to pile on my neighbors here because I do like my neighbors a lot. Um, 
but I'll sit on my deck and I'll watch I'll watch their dog outside and he'll start to sniff and he'll wander into the neighbor's yard and and, and you know you see the owner he calls him back a few times here and there and then the owner just goes in the house and the dog is still out there and then I watch the dog kind of slowly make its way into my neighbor's yard all of a sudden the neighbor's back in my yard and then I have to yell from my deck I'm like go home you know and the dog usually because the dog is uh, it doesn't seem to be uh, social runs off he runs back home but it's like they were doing so good they were watching their dog and now they're not they just decided oh i'm not gonna watch my dog now and, and the dog just wanders and now the dog's in my yard so i i just i just want people to to think about all the stuff we went over the training socializing the cleaning up after your dog the you know just think about and the containment but think about what if the tables were turned, if a dog kept going into your yard and shitting in your yard, or if um, if there's excessive barking, and you might deal with this already. But like, how does how does that feel for you? Like, it's not great, right? Like, excessive barking, dogs coming out on the roads, charging you and your dog coming into your yard. It gives you this sense of like not feeling safe in your own home when it comes to being able to do what you want with your own dogs. And, and that's the problem I have, you know? So the moral of this whole story is keep your dogs at home and hell, if you have cats, keep your cats at home. Like why, why do cats get the, why is it become, and this is a, a side rant. Why has it become okay for us to have these indoor outdoor cats and these cats just wander everywhere from like house to house to house to house and just run around crossing roads, doing things like that. Why is that okay? Why is it okay for a cat to go into my neighbor's yard and, and kill its birds? Why is that okay? I, I don't think it is. I don't think it, it should be. And, and so I'm just trying to wonder, like, why? Why? Why have we decided this is something that's okay? And I'll tell you from personal experience. From personal experience. I've hit a cat with my car. Not intentionally, obviously. But it's happened. And the sickness that it causes me like I feel terrible I'd feel terrible if I hit a dog I feel terrible you know uh last week uh, I was driving on some back roads coming back from fishing and I hit a deer and just hitting a wild animal was just gut-wrenching to me I hated it hitting someone's cat I have cats so I know the connection that you can have with these animals I've never hit a dog thank god but like I know the feeling and so why why are we letting our animals run loose, dogs or cats, and saying, this is okay? Like, Even though you might say, no, I don't want my dog to get hit by a car. You allowing your dog to do these things is essentially saying, I'm okay if my dog gets hit by a car. Because you're not doing anything to minimize it. You're not. And I don't care if you're like, my road's not busy. It just takes one car at that one time. And if you're living with your dog for like 14 years, well... There's a lot of chances it could happen. So as you can see, guys, this is kind of a topic that bugs me. Um, just neighbor etiquette, being a good dog person for your neighbors. The etiquette there just needs to be improved as a whole. I don't feel like it is. I feel like people are actually becoming more lazy with their dogs and, and like watching them and like, oh, well, whatever, dog runs, whatever. Oh, yeah, like he goes to the neighbor's house and, and, and you know, whatever. It's fine. It's not fine. Guys, keep your dogs home. Keep your dogs safe. Um, be that good neighbor. Don't be that bad neighbor. Nobody wants to be the bad neighbor. Some people again might say, well, I don't care, whatever. Yeah, sure. But keep that within your own property. Don't allow it to expand out from that. 
But anyways, guys, I hope this rant was helpful, was educational, or at least maybe got you thinking about some neighbors and and understand you're not alone if you're frustrated with your neighbors and their dogs, um, because I certainly am at times. Again, we have great neighbors, so if you're listening to this, neighbors, I love you guys. You're uh, you're cool, but like seriously, your dogs. Um, but anyways, guys, hopefully you were able to take some stuff from this, pass along this information, maybe like privately or, or secretly send this to your to your neighbors if if you know who they are, if they're the culprits. Be like, hey, listen to this. This might uh, hint hint. Anyways, so guys, thank you for listening, and as always, as long as my neighbors don't come get me, we'll see you next week.